0: The St. Charles County Veterans Museum is a 501c3 nonprofit business. The museum would not exist without the donations of our generous community. Your donations ensure the museum continues to share and preserve the stories of our veterans. Would you like to be part of something special? To donate, visit sccvetsmuseum.org and click on Donate. This podcast is sponsored by the Renee S. Real State Agency, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri. She is licensed in Missouri and Illinois and focuses on your personal and commercial insurance needs. Her office is located at 2764 Highway K, O'Fallon, Missouri 63368. She can be reached at 636-379-9556 or by email at reneeessary at allstate.com, R-E-N-E-E-E-S-S-A-R-Y at allstate.com. If you are shopping for insurance and want an active agent that will educate and advise you on the coverage you need, reach out to her. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only. The primary purpose of the Dog Tag Podcast is to educate. The views, information, or opinions expressed on the Dog Tag Podcast are solely the views of the individuals or guests involved and by no means represent absolute facts. The Dog Tag does not accept responsibility for their views or comments. Welcome to the Dog Tag Podcast at the St. Charles County Veterans Museum with your hosts Jason Galvin, Jim Higgins, and Renee Esri. And today in studio, we have Ella Matea from Ella's Fearless Lemonade Stand. So we're going to welcome Ella today, but first I'm going to pass it off to Renee. Renee, go ahead and kick us off.
1: Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Dog Tag. And Ella, welcome to the Dog Tag. Um, for those of you listening, uh, we have one amazing young lady uh, that is somebody us old people admire and think a lot of. So just wanted to kind of start out before we ask you about the lemonade stand, but just tell us a little bit about yourself. You know, where you go to school, what your interests are, and, and just about you.
2: Well, let's just start. I've been doing this lemonade stand for about like six years. I'm 15 years old now. I go to South High School, for Zumalt, and I like to loom and so,
1: Loom, so that's uh, like the hats?
2: Yeah, mostly it's like a circle knitting tool. You wrap it around once and twice, and then you start hooking the loops off, starting to form a hat.
1: So for those of you listening, uh, Ella started last year, or was it two years ago?
2: It was last year.
1: So what what started you last year in doing the looming and making the haps? What kind of inspired you to get doing that?
2: Well, it started on my birthday. A person called Officer Bohannon Sally passed away. And from finding that out, I wanted to help. So I used up all my birthday money to buy flags. And so we did a lemonade stand for him. And doing that, we handed out flags for him. So after that, usually I spent all my money buying Christmas presents for my family, but at that moment, I was broke. The only thing I could do right now, the first thing that came to my mind, was continuing with looming, a skill I learned from elementary school. So I did that. And over time, it increased more and more, and someone told me, hey, you can sell that off and make money. And that made me realize I can make more of them, sell them, and donate the money, which we donated all the money to the VFW 5077.
1: And I thought that was amazing. And I know uh, you made a whole lot of new friends at the VFW with that because they really needed that that extra money.
3: So these these hats are patriotic hats, and you actually have them for sale in a storefront someplace, don't you?
2: Yeah, a few stores here and there. Some stores really want them now, but we think we're going to hold off until winter time, for when they
3: stocking caps or knit hats. Yes. Okay, so they're more winter hats.
2: Yes.
0: Are you able to Are you able to uh, disclose kind of where our listeners might be able to find those hats or?
2: Not really right now. Okay, but I can tell you later.
0: Okay, so we'll update the listeners later when we have the information. I think that would be really cool for the listeners to be able to put their hands on something that you've made, especially since it impacts the veterans and their causes.
3: So the the hat thing—you had a couple years where you couldn't do the lemonade stand, yes—because of the COVID, and uh, you kind of turned to the hats in in a way to augment what you were doing for the veterans. Correct?
2: Yes. But there was other ways also. During when the pandemic first started, we had to adapt in a few ways. And so then I thought, run a mile a day. So that's how it started. I would run one one mile a day, ask more people to do it, and in honor of a hero. I would run to military monuments and do that every day and raise money for veterans.
3: So I want to back you up. You're a 15 year old, 15 year old young woman now, yep. and uh, some of the early pictures I saw was an eight year old standing and saluting. So the idea of lemonade stand started long ago. Can you tell us about how that began?
2: Well, if you want me to start really far back, it started in honor of my grandpa. He taught he taught me how to salute, how more important veterans are for our whole society and how bravely they fought for us. And so that, after I finished summer reading camp, I went in to help someone. And in the idea, I thought a lemonade stand, as I had nothing to do during that summer. The three things I wanted to do was for the police officer and our my father, veterans and our my grandpa and his uncle, my uncles. And the homeless, because they always need help. So we chose veterans. We reached out to a family friend who was trying to raise money to build a monument in Jefferson Barracks. Her son, Sally, passed away, whose name is Zachary Fisher. So we asked, can we help you? They said, yeah, raise as much money as you can. Any amount helps. So we did it. Everything started with goals. My first goal was
1: $250.
2: No one thought I could do it, but I beat them.
1: How much did you did you fundraise for that year?
2: I think like $300. Awesome.
0: It's always great to be able to uh, beat the goals you have established for yourself, especially when you're helping others. What kept you motivated to... Uh, you know, go beyond that 250 and keep going to get to where you ended up that year at 300.
2: Well, over time, there's moments I thought I feel too tired, but I just come to realize if a soldier or veteran could do this, I can. The goals keep you focused on what to do and work harder.
0: That's lovely. So if you think about, you know, your experience with the lemonade stand so far, what would you say um, you could highlight as one of your favorite things that has been that has come from doing this lemonade stand.
2: Well, all the community coming together to help our heroes. They want to help our heroes any way possible, so a lemonade stand helps.
3: Ella, you had a few names for your grandpa Ken Hake, right? And you had a few names for him. I've heard him called my lemonade stand buddy. I've heard him called Grandpa of the Stand. I've heard him called Papa. I've heard him called Dot. A lot of names for him, but he was your inspiration for the stand. And he was there with you all these times, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, he was. He was here every year. And I bet he's still here when I do Lemonade Stands now.
1: So tell us a little bit about your grandpa. What do you know about his military service?
2: He didn't tell us much. He told us that he served in the Air Force, he watched over the blue stars, and mostly he was very proud of it. And for his last wish, he wanted his memory and his brother's memories alive of their military service.
1: And how many brothers did he have? Do you um, know what branch of service they were all in?
2: Not all of them, but I knew six of them entered into the military.
1: Wow. So he had a big family.
2: He had 14 siblings, <laughs> including him.
1: Wow.
0: Sounds like they could have used a lemonade stand back then when they were growing up. Yeah.
3: <laughs> well, that's, that's exciting. And, uh, you know, so basically you started it to honor your grandpa to help veterans help veteran groups, and also to honor your uncles uh, yes. at the time, right? And did many of your uncles come around? Was you know Did they think it was pretty cool what you're doing?
2: They were happy about it. They would come around a few times. Some of the cousins from that side would come over to help, mostly bring the family a little closer.
3: So the lemonade stand started the first time in front of your house. It was a, a smaller lemonade stand, yeah. but quickly... It kind of grew, didn't
2: it? It did. Mostly it started from my house for two years, but after, like, the whole SWAT team came by the street and they had to close it down, we had to change it. Especially it was election year and everyone tried to take photos, so we had to switch places, which we chose for the third year, farming Home, which they graciously gave to us to do lemonade stands for those moments.
3: So you had a big storefront there now, and you could draw even bigger crowds, and obviously you raised more money that year, right?
2: Yeah, we did. Mostly there was more room for people to come by, and more interesting experiences to come by then.
3: So many, many, many uh, local celebrities came by your lemonade stand. Mayors, um, aldermen, councilmen, right? Yeah. All of them jumped in there and, and wanted to be at your lemonade stand. And wasn't there some superheroes or something?
2: Yeah, mostly there was people who served in the military, and then they dress up as superheroes. And then there's teens who want to help in that way also.
1: So tell us um, some of the interesting uh, memories that you have throughout the years.
2: Okay, let's start at the beginning. I remember there was a guy who used to... Do cartoon drawings of everyone. He made a few of the signs that we still use today. Yeah, a few of them are still very damaged, but they hold a lot of memories. S- second year, whole SWAT team came down the whole road. They had to close it down. I think we were eating lunch around that time. It shocked everyone, and it was raining that day. And then third year, we were doing for Fallen Heroes Stream right and Patriot Guards. So here's what happens. So they had to close down the whole road near Farman And all Patriot Guards started to go down in a line. There was like a hundred of them coming down slow, fastly into the parking lot. And they all came for lemonade. Let me think. Doing lemonade stand at your places, it was a very nice place, more calmer than the other ones. <laughs> and then we did for Officer Bohannon, it caused to get a bigger friendship to be formed with his father, Mr. Bohannon. We still talk today, and I think that's all.
3: So, you've, uh, you've mentioned in, in your, the history of your stand, you've honored a couple veterans, that have fallen veterans. Uh, one was Zachary Fisher, and the other one was Philip Vintage. And you knew Philip, and you raised money for his cause. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
2: Well, my parents protected me of what really happened to Philip, but we knew that he was a hero. And that his parents, which we met, one to form something good out of it, which they formed Fallen Heroes Dream Ride, which is they take children whose parents Sally passed away in service and try to give them a good time. And that really means a lot. I don't know how I would handle if I lost someone close to me in moments like that.
1: And you said it's a, it's a ride. Is it a motorcycle ride?
2: No, mostly they do it in, like, different ways. I remember for when I was doing it for them, they are taking all kids and putting them on an airplane and taking them on a fun vacation. They also do toys for tots, things like that.
1: And you were able to uh, fundraise for them and, and get them some money to help them with that cause?
2: Yeah, for two years.
1: For two years you chose them?
2: Yeah. Amazing. So,
3: Ella, the uh, and I want to tell this to our listeners as well. So you're by now you're about eleven years old, almost twelve, right around there, and we're talking about a little lemonade stand. But after about year three, year four, you have now raised tens of thousands of dollars. Isn't that correct?
2: That is correct.
3: So this little lemonade stand, she passed her goal the first year. By $50, her goal was 250 and now she's raised tens of thousands of dollars for fallen heroes and her heroes. So it's an amazing story, and it goes on from there. This is year three, year four. We're into it, and you're, you've already got, what, seven, eight years behind you. Can you tell us what, what was the next stage of the lemonade stand?
2: For which year again?
3: Oh, about year four, uh, year five. Hmm.
2: I believe we were doing it for the Patriot Guards around then. And we found out later that we were the largest donation to them. And then it continued on. I don't remember who told us about you guys, but we found out that a little museum was trying to be formed, and they needed donations. So we said, yeah, we want to help them. They're doing a good cause.
1: So the first year uh, that you fundraised for us, um, what were some um, of your memories of that year? What were some things that kind of stand out for you?
2: It was more calmer than the other ones. I can tell you that I had more family help during that area of time. And the place was very beautiful that time also. The garden was beautiful, the paths. They did a really great job forming this place together including Ralph Borelli. he did a great job bringing all these memories of fallen heroes and veterans to make sure their story is told.
1: So um, tell us a little bit about some of the challenges that you faced with the lemonade stand during COVID.
2: Well, we couldn't hand out lemonade. We had to think outside the box, which caused me to run a mile every day. And encourage people to do the same thing and donate money to you guys. Mm-hmm. And then there was also making hats, giving out flags. We couldn't do lemonade around that time.
3: So, Ella, you, you've been doing the lemonade stand a while now, and you've become a, a bit of a celebrity in the area by now. You know, a lot of people show up. I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people, celebrities. And, you know, while doing this lemonade stand... You got the opportunity to to meet a rock group, didn't you?
2: Yeah, I got to meet Kiss.
3: Tell us about that.
2: Okay, let's start. When I was a 8-year-old girl, I saw a movie called Scooby-Doo and the Rock and Roll Mystery. I found out about Kiss that way and I fell in love with them. And when my father and my uncles did have the same liking as me, I continued to soar in that area. So we found out, hey, they're opening a restaurant called Rockin' Brews. There was a time where, hey, let's get VIP tickets to meet them, but they were immediately sold out. So times later, we found out that they invited us over to meet them, since they were doing an event, too. they were giving out gifts to veterans, donating money to charities, and so that's what happened. We got to meet Kiss, Gene Simmons, and Paul Stanley. And I think I remember I got to take a selfie of Paul Stanley also. Well,
0: what, a, what an exciting time for uh, for you as you ventured out in this lemonade stand to be able to meet the people that you've met and uh, be able to do all the things you've been able to do for, with this stand. Is there anything uh, that's coming up this year that you're excited about on the lemonade stand?
2: Well, on June 11th, we're going to do a lemonade stand. We're doing it in honor of my grandpa. It was his last wish to doing in honor of him and his my uncles. He wanted to make sure that their memories were remembered and to embrace it with the lemonade stand. To show that he helped with the lemonade stand to grow. As if it wasn't him teaching me how to salute and show me how important veterans are, all this Wouldn't happen. All the community coming together, all the donations going to charities, everything coming together wouldn't exist without him.
0: So if somebody wanted to um, have you at their venue for your lemonade stand to help you raise money for your heroes and your veterans, how would they do that? How would they get a hold of you?
2: They would have to mostly. I have a Facebook page called Ellis Fearless Heroes Lemonade Stand. They can send me a text, message anyway, and we can look on to them, see if we want to do it.
3: Wonderful. Okay, I, I can't pass up on this question. You are you were obviously loved the group Kiss at the time. What's your favorite Kiss song?
2: Ooh, Detroit Rock City. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she knew that right away, Jim. <laughs> She's listened to that bars? song a lot.
2: <laughs> you don't sing it. No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: What's your second favorite Kiss song?
2: Uh, let me see. I was made for Loving You,
1: Baby. Okay. Good Good, good choices. Those are Kiss. Yeah. yeah.
0: Totally different era, but still good music, right? Mm-hmm.
1: So y- you start this as a five-year-old? Eight-year-old. An eight-year-old, okay. Um, a lot of people listening might think, oh, her parents put her up to this, or... Or her family does all this work. But that's not really true. It's you. You're the one doing all of this, correct? Yes. And how do you set your goals? How do you determine kind of what you're going to do or or where you want to get the lemonade stand from one year to the next?
2: Okay, let's start at the first step. Mostly a charity would send out something to us. I would look into it, see if I want to do it or not. Looking, Mostly we had to set a goal, see what goals they want to do, and see if we are alike. And if it works out, I would choose them. We would choose the venue and then I would choose amount of money to raise, which would be like a thousand, two thousand. Choose a specific date. Spread out the news to everyone. And then click bam, boom. That's how you do a lemonade stand.
1: And Are you able to get some of your friends or school friends or cousins kind of your age? How have you been able to get them to kind of assist you with this?
2: Yeah, they always come every year. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there might be a few times they might not come, but they always come during eliminates and help.
0: So, Ella, you know, you started as an 8-year-old um, elementary student, and you learned a lot of, about heroes and veterans from your family and from your experiences. How much do you think kids learn in school today about veterans?
2: I think they know about our veterans, but they don't know how to help. This lemonade stand helps us bring us a little closer together to remember our heroes and doing it all over a cup of lemonade. That is a very important thing. The only times that it would actually happen, like, let me think, things like that, mostly, it brings everyone closer together for a important reason.
3: So we've got, um, now we're at the point, you've been doing this a while, and and I guess I've been to one of these at Farm and Home, and, and we've had it, of course, here at the museum. And sometimes hundreds and hundreds of people show up. And uh, now we're we've you know you're nearing a hundred thousand dollars that you've raised since you started these stands. Isn't that right?
2: I think we already passed that.
3: Passed it. So your goals and and you're yet you're gonna do this until you graduate. Is that correct?
2: That's true.
3: So you're you're gonna be a sophomore next year. You're doing it as a freshman this year. So you've got uh, four more years. You've raised over $120,000 with a little lemonade stand. And, you know, who knows where this will go, right? I mean, you could be at a quarter of a million dollars when it's done. Yeah. Pretty exciting. It
2: is pretty exciting.
1: So have you, when you sit back and you look at um, – you know, your year, because time goes by really fast, Um, have you ever thought, well, maybe I don't want to do it this year? Or, you know, I even kind of think back to COVID when everything shut down. You know, I think it's pretty amazing that you really started to think, you know, I still want to do this, that you didn't want to just give up on it.
2: Yeah, because mostly moments that when that Thing happen I just go back to remember if a veteran or soldier can do it I can do it as they fought so bravely to keep us free they deserve something back and this is my way of giving back
0: and so you you did your you started your stand in honor of uh veteran Zachary Fisher and you later did a stand for Philip Vintage is that correct
2: that is correct
0: tell us a little bit about that
2: okay so let's start with Zachary Fisher. We found out from a family friend that they were trying to build a memorial in Jefferson Barracks where that was for Zachary Fisher. We wanted to help. We asked them, hey, can we help you? They agreed and said, yeah. We said, we'll try to raise money with a lemonade stand. And they said, sure. First goal was $250 and we beat it by a lot. But $300. And then if you go to year three, we found out about Fallen Heroes Dream Ride from them actually coming to our alumni stand and telling them about us, about them. And we wanted to help. Phil Vintage mostly inspired them to do this, making Fallen Heroes Dream Ride. And he is now on that monument in Jefferson Barracks now. They were both heroes. They fought so bravely, and they deserved it.
0: Wow, so you were able to build off of your original uh, uh, build for the monument and add another veteran to it. Yes, that's amazing.
1: So looking forward this year and you know with your grandpa passing, that puts a whole a whole nother kind of um, element to doing the the lemonade stand this year. So tell us a little bit of how you're going to kind of adapt it.
2: Well, we're going to do another lemonade stand here this year, June 11th. We're going to do the usual things, lemonade, snacks, flags. There might be other foods, but we're doing it in honor of my grandpa. He was there every year from beginning to end. And I know he's still got to be here during this lemonade stand.
3: Ella, you're an amazing young woman. I I guess there's an old saying that if you're given lemons, you make lemonade, right? But you did it. You did this and accomplished this during two awfully, three actually awfully tough years with COVID. And yet you adapt it and you continue to raise money, whether it was a virtual run. You did a number of things when you couldn't serve lemonade, right? Tell us about those.
2: Well, the three things we did, flags hats and running a mile those were the things we i had to do during the pandemic season
3: so it was like a virtual run that people would sign up for
2: mostly i would tell people hey if i can do it you can do it and it mostly inspired people to run a mile that day
3: and then you also you gave out flags is that the other thing you did
2: yeah for in honor of officer bahannon
0: so how great was the response from the virtual run, the flag, and the hats? Did you get a lot of response and, and people that wanted to take part in that piece?
2: Yeah, a lot of people came. A lot of people donated money to the run. They did a run as also. They wanted to help our heroes. As they do so much for us, they deserve something back. And giving out flags, it was slow as not many people knew it was happening that day. Well, a lot of people wanted to help, as it was in honor of a v- officer who Sally passed away. And it formed a friendship during that.
3: Ella, probably a lot of our listeners don't know Officer Bohannon. Can you tell, tell us a little bit about him?
2: Well, Officer Bohannon was the officer who Sally fallen during duty. He was a great man. He had a great family. He was a hero.
3: He was a, a North County police officer, is that where he was based?
2: Yes. Okay.
3: So some of your fallen heroes are, are first responders and, and soldiers, right?
2: Yes. Okay.
1: So one of the things that I thought, um, as I'm one of your followers on Facebook, um, when you were talking about doing the run during COVID, you actually were running around some of the uh, veteran memorials in St. Charles County, right?
2: Yeah, mostly I would choose a specific monument, run to it, and then film a video saying, if I can do it, you can do it, and then say it in honor of a veteran or soldier.
1: So I think it's uh, a great opportunity for our listeners uh, to, if they're on Facebook, to make sure they get on your Facebook page, Ella's Fearless Heroes Lemonade Stand, and uh, like you so they can get the, the latest news on what you're up to. Because this isn't just a, a summer thing. It takes you some planning almost all year round, you know, to, to make this, uh, to put this event on for, for everyone.
2: Yeah, it takes a load of time to plan this out. With choosing the charity, trying to find how to give out the money, finding a place to do it, mostly videoing and everything else. It puts a lot of work into it.
0: Do you edit all your videos, or do you have help with that, or how do you get all of the things that you're posting on your Facebook page?
2: We never edit the videos. Okay. Mostly we just take a video, and if it doesn't turn out right, we redo it. We've been doing that every year.
0: So, how many do you know about how many videos you've posted to your Facebook page of you running to the monuments and encouraging other people to to celebrate the heroes and celebrate uh, uh, the veterans?
2: Well, you usually lose track over time over those type of videos. Okay, but there were a lot.
1: So let's uh, let's kind of look a little forward. You know, kind of, you still got um, you'll graduate from ninth grade this year and you'll start tenth grade next year. What do, you, what do you see in the future for the lemonade stand over the next few years?
2: Well, we haven't thought that far yet. We don't know yet. We don't know if we're going to give it off to another child or end it there. We don't, I don't have an answer for you
1: yet. Mm-hmm. And as, has running and, and doing the lemonade stand, has it kind of affected you as to thoughts of what you want to do when you're out of school?
2: A few things. I think I might want to get a degree in psychology or dermatology,
1: stuff like that. And have your own business? No. No?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're definitely an entrepreneur, so don't ever rule that out. You do a really good job of having an idea, executing on it, planning, uh, you know, making your dreams come true, and and also – impacting the lives of the community in a a great way. So don't ever short sell yourself because you could do anything, especially with your background and and how much you've already accomplished.
1: And those are the characteristics that make a good leader. And you've already, you've been developing those for quite a few years now.
3: Ella, I, I just want to kind of remind people that you've got a Facebook page out there. And I was looking at the Facebook page not long back. And you've got a post on her in the 13 that was killed in Afghanistan, 26 yeah. August last year. So remind people, um, you know, what the name of your Facebook page is.
2: Ella's Fearless Hero's Lemonade Stand.
3: And there's a number of photographs on that take you back in history. A lot of uh, very young pictures of Ella. She's growing up quite a bit here. And, her, and, and so are her goals for the lemonade stands, so... Um, she mentioned earlier that we think we're she's collected in excess of one hundred twenty thousand dollars selling lemonade, and her you know she's got much greater goals from here. So,
0: Ella, do you have a donation button on your Facebook page for people that uh, are kind of abroad or in different areas outside of kind of where we're at?
2: I believe so on Facebook.
0: Okay, and if if somebody wanted to um, donate, how do they? Do, you, do they just donate to the bigger pot and you guys decide how you're going to give out the the uh, the funds there? Or is there like different categories they can donate to for like the different heroes and things like that?
2: Mostly mostly it's like a big pot and then we split in half and give it to the charities we're helping during that time.
3: Wonderful. And by now, I guess you've had so much success. You probably have a number of organizations that, that actually reach out to you, try and... For your help, right? Yes. And uh, you vet them very carefully, don't you? You you really want to help, you know, the first responders, and you really want to help veterans exclusively, correct?
2: Yes, that's true. Mostly, I have to take time, see what their goals are, and see if we can plan
1: something with them.
3: So you kind of interview them and get them know them a yes. little bit and what their goals are.
1: And so this year, um, what charities are you? going to work for the Stanford this year.
2: I believe we're going to do one for St. Charles Veterans Museum and one for our local VFW 5077.
1: And they were using uh, the money that you fundraised for them last year to do some remodeling or something, weren't they? Because their building is really pretty old. It is really. Yeah.
0: And they've got to have that space for the veterans to gather and, and, uh, Share their stories, share their uh, their time together, and so that's a really, really impactful thing for them. I know that um, veterans are most comfortable with other veterans. They can share their their history with, their story with, and really just uh, their friendship. So that's a that's an excellent way to share that with the community. Remodeling, giving them a, a safe uh, space that's that's up to par. So really good on that.
3: Ella, uh, I want to bring up one thing. You have fundraised for the museum before, and Renee, jump in here with you. But we actually, the museum actually took some of the funds that you raised to do a special painting on the wall at a museum. Do you remember that? I remember. Renee, Ella, do you want to tell us about that?
2: Okay. Well, for the first two years, I tried to raise money to mostly get a painting done. It was for in honor of the women who served in the military. It took some time, but we did it. It's beautifully done and it's presented in the St. Charles Veterans Museum.
1: So that painting uh, was painted by Linda Wilmis, and she did a marvelous job kind of showing how uh, the impact in different ways that women have made in the military, starting in the you know, Civil War, um, Betsy Ross, and and most women served as nurses early, um, but then it goes all the way to the modern day fighter pilot and women on a submarine, and and uh, even now, uh, women in combat. So this is a great uh, display to bring attention to the the sacrifices and the and the help that women. Have inspired um, in the military. Um, what are some, who are some of your favorite veterans that you've uh, kind of met along the way?
2: Hmm. There's a lot of them. I can't decide. But a few of them my grandpa, and my uncles. I wouldn't be there without them. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you have any uh, women veterans that have reached out to you?
2: Yeah, a few. Miss Violet, she's been there for a lot of my lemonade stand, and mostly we became closer like family mm-hmm.
1: and that's uh miss Terry Violet. she's a alder woman for St Peter's she is yeah
0: wow, what an impact you've had over the past several years I mean ever since you're you know you were eight years old till now, what an amazing impact you've you've um been able to be on the community and to the veterans and heroes. Now you just you just told us about this painting and how beautifully it was done, and the great thing about, for me when it comes to this kind of stuff is it's going to be here forever, and for so many people to be able to experience. So you're you're adding value for a very very long time, and we thank you so much for that.
1: And as we uh, when we give tours and we get over there, um, we always tell your story. We always tell our visitors, about little Ella that started a lemonade stand um, and was inspired by her grandfather and her uncles, and she wanted to raise money for the people she thinks are heroes. And so we always tell them that story. So even you are famous now.
0: <laughs> well, we're like you mentioned earlier, Ella, you're going to have a lemonade stand here at the museum on June 11th, correct? correct? All right, so... Tell us a little bit. You mentioned what you normally have, snacks, flags, lemonade. And uh, do you, can you tell us a little bit about the time frame that you're going to be at the museum? Um, if not, Jim can help us out with that.
2: Hey, Jim, can you help me out with this? <laughs> sure. The,
3: the, the lemonade stand will be here at 410 East Elm Street in O'Fallon, just off of Highway 70 off Main Street. And the lemonade stand will set up about 10 o'clock and we'll start serving about 1030. And actually be serving uh, snacks and, and a light lunch and serving lots of lemonade, hopefully lots of lemonade, up until about 1.30. And again, that's uh, 410 East Elm Street here in O'Fallon, Missouri.
0: We're really excited about that. I know that uh, I've been talking to the community a lot about uh, your lemonade stand coming up. I made sure I was off of work for that because I wanted to be here and support you, and I know it's really important for you to um, be able to be successful at that, and I just want to be one of those contributors. I know our listeners want to be a contributor, so listeners, come out in full force on the 11th of June and uh, really make this lemonade stand make a splash, I would say. Mm -hmm. So what else do you have, Renee, before we sign off? Anything from you?
1: So the only thing that I would kind of add is, uh, you know, if you can't make it, uh, please go to Ella's Fearless Heroes Lemonade Stand on Facebook, and you can make a donation there. If um, you're not on Facebook, you can always go to the St. Charles County Veterans Museum.org, and you can make a donation through us on our website and just put in the memo line that it's for Ella's Lemonade Stand, and then we can make sure um, that she gets that as well added into our total so um it's going to be a great day of events um i'm sure your grandfather's already told you he's going to make sure he talks to the big man upstairs and we have good weather that day (laughs) Let's let's hope so yep and
0: ella what do you have anything else you want the listeners to know about before we sign off
2: come to lemonade stand and help our heroes today
0: well, absolutely. We're so glad we had you in studio today. And uh, we're going to go ahead and sign off with a dog tag podcast at the St. Charles County Veterans Museum. next time on the Dog Tag Podcast as we bring in Joel Mulich. Joe was on the Frankie Evans. The Frankie Evans was a Sumner-class destroyer, an old proud ship from World War II Korea, and now she was going back to Vietnam. After a stint on the gun line, the Evans went back to Manila and joined forces with CEDO countries and ships including the Australian aircraft carrier HMS Melbourne for exercises. For Joe's watch on June 3, 1969, he was supposed to have been the messenger. On that morning, he asked the lower-level watch to trade watches so he could get the necessary experience to become qualified for that position. At 3.10 hours, Joe's watch was nearly over. He started up a ladder, and then the ship heaved. Lights went out, and water began rushing in from everywhere. The HMS Melbourne had steered into the Evans, literally cutting the much smaller destroyer in half. Men were swept out to sea lost forever, including three brothers, Gary, Greg, and Kelly Sage from Iowa. Only one body was recovered. This is the story of that fateful night, as told by a survivor. This podcast is sponsored by the Renee S. Real State Agency, located here in O'Fallon, Missouri. She is licensed in Missouri and Illinois and focuses on your personal and commercial insurance needs. Her office is located at 2764 Highway K, O'Fallon, Missouri 63368. She can be reached at 636-379-9556 or by email at... Renee Esri at allstate.com. R-E-N-E-E-E-S-S-A-R-Y at allstate.com. If you are shopping for insurance and want an active agent that will educate and advise you on the coverage you need, reach out to her. The Dog Tag is brought to you by the St. Charles County Veterans Museum. The museum is a 501c3 nonprofit business. Do you like our podcast? With your support, we'll continue to bring you great programming. If you'd like to donate, go to sccvetsmuseum.org and click on Donate.